Welcome to the Comedy Here Often Podcast. I'm your host, Kevy. This week on the show, my guests are Ben Miner from Top Comic and Trevor Risk from Letterkenny. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say, I like when, because in the music world, uh, almost none of my friends who are musicians like sports at all. Yeah. And it's like, why not? And so I like, that's a, that's a good thing about being in the comedy world, too. It's because it's, it's such a great pastime, especially when you're on tour. And it seems like you're on tour all the time. Good thing yeah. you love sports. It's my favorite part. Not my favorite part, but one of my favorite parts of touring out west. Okay. Is being able to watch games at like four. Yeah. Man, you guys are spoiled. <laughs> it's awesome. It's the greatest it's thing ever. Yeah. Like I get to watch a conference final game tomorrow at like four, four thirty, and mm-hmm. then do my show afterwards. It's Come perfect. On. The reason musicians don't like sports is because musicians have a bad habit of turning music into sports. Okay. <laughs> you know? They're like, oh look, Sloan has more YouTube views than yeah. us, so we're losing to Sloan. Oh, you know? okay. I thought you were making a Huey Lewis in the news reference there. Yeah, Huey Lewis can't lose, man. <laughs> <laughs> Neither can Parker Lewis. Uh-huh. When you so Trevor writes on Letterkenny, nice. I'm wondering how much of your sports trivia stuff do you try and get in on the show? Uh, if you watch the St. Valentine's episode mm-hmm. from a couple months ago, mm-hmm. uh, the whole, like, the pitch for that was just like Stuart and Wayne fall in love because they're the two guys who hate Valentine's Day, <laughs> basically. And they get together because they both like the underdogs. They, they both like, uh, okay. they both like the enforcers. They both like the backup goalies, that kind of thing. And so there's like this whole scene where they just like riff on like old, uh, like old players. Oh, okay. And uh, everyone my age was definitely text me nice. being like, oh, I hadn't heard about, I hadn't thought about Ron Tugnut in a long time. You know? uh, <laughs> Tugger. That's great. The yeah. deep, deep cut references in sitcoms are always like. Oh, I got a good deep cut reference from Letterkenny. I'm good buddies with Trev, and he oh, gave yeah. me a shout out in season three. That's like a secret shout out. Really? What did he say? The episode where they uh, kept talking or using the word moist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Chad's like, my body band was on Moisture Chef Canada. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah that's me. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm Master Chef Canada. Uh, yeah, yeah, Keith and I wrote that, uh, wrote that episode together. Nice. And, uh, yeah, yeah. And, that's uh, awesome. And the, uh, uh, I, I wrote the Yeast Side Mario's gag. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Wow. Well, congrats to Letterkenny, man. It's, uh, it's beautiful seeing, like, Something you could be proud of coming out of this country. My older brother put it pretty well. Uh, he was like, if you're from any part of this country and you're traveling and people say, where are you from? You'll say, like, BC or the Maritimes. And people from Ontario just say Canada. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> now that, like, my brother was like, you're kind of giving Ontario this identity that they never really wanted to have. And it feels like that scene in Billy Madison where he's like, now you're all in big, big trouble. <laughs> <laughs> like, you don't want to give... You know, the mother network of provinces. No. You know, the, any identity. And now the LCBO sells the beer and the whiskey and stuff. Puppers. And, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Uh-huh. That's a great thing. You're doing our country a service. My my American friends, I feel like they're just getting into Trailer Park Boys. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I get messages from American pals uh, being like, I don't, like, just like, give me the glossary. Like, they don't know, like, what does Furta mean? Oh, really? Like, you know, what What the hell is Big Shoots? I have no idea, <laughs> you know? I get, I get those DMs all the time from people being like, like, love the show, have no idea what just happened in this scene. You gotta release uh, Letterkenny Lexicon. I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah Urban Outfitters probably sell something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I think you can laugh at stuff even if you don't know what they mean. Like, Dennis Miller, like, his, his vocabulary was always so, like, you know, complicated and 
complex and political. But I still thought he was funny when I was even when I was a little kid, even though I didn't really get what he was saying. I guess it's how he said it. Yeah, wacky head wiggle. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, I watched Roger Rabbit for the first time since I was a kid recently, and like I didn't get any of the. I didn't get any of it, and I loved it. You know the part, like the the big moment in that movie is when he like throws the whiskey bottle up and shoots it with the cartoon gun, and is like all his demons are now like he's not a hammer. Like when I was a kid, I was like, I don't know, iced tea. Like I have no idea what he's. Well, he has a drinking problem now. uh, As someone with a drinking problem, I totally get it. <laughs> You're one of the best drinkers I've ever seen. You don't have a problem. I'm the Eddie Valiant of uh, yeah, of wow. drinkers. Yeah, exactly. That's good. Yeah, That's thanks. good. Mm-hmm. You do have a similar fashion sense. I'd sometimes Bob Hoskins. Do yeah, Bob Hoskins. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just found, I just uh, realized watching uh, Blade Runner that like the woman who's Bob Hoskins. Like, Lady in that movie is also the Blade Runner who gets naked that he, like, shoots in the back. Wow. And I'm like, this whole time, I was like, my whole life, I've been watching, like, Bob Hoskins' girlfriend and Roger Rabbit. Man. Topless. Like, nice. <laughs> like, you are killing it. Bob Hoskins <laughs> has led a pretty good life, too, now that you mention it. Yeah. It's been Mario. Super Mario yeah. Brothers. Yeah. Hook. Yeah. He was almost Wolverine in the 90s. Really? <laughs> yeah, he was one of the actors they discussed as potentially being Wolverine. We need to have more weirder, older guys doing part. <laughs> like, like that new Blade Runner movie. Like Jared Leto's terrible in it because he's just yeah. terrible and everything. Yeah. Imagine if it was uh, like Dan Aykroyd. Like a <laughs> fucked up Dan Aykroyd. We, we need more fat dudes, man. Yeah, like if just like if like fucked up Dan Aykroyd is sitting there just being like blind and being like running the world. Way more scary. Like yeah. Jared Leto. Was like, that's what Jared Leto looks like anyway. Yeah, he he was like, dressed like that, just sitting like outside Leto. Science World, probably. Yeah, I think Jared Leto has those weird like robot mosquitoes flying around him all the time in That's real life. Jared Leto looks like he was bred. He, yeah, yeah, in a factory. <laughs> in a factory. He's, yeah, he was, he was created. He is like the most replicant-looking dude to yeah. poorly play a rep, you know, and like yeah. he just... I don't know why, but I hate him. And I have no reason to hate him because he's in so many movies I love. He's in Fight Club. You know, he's he's in all these great things. He's a good actor. He's really committed to the roles, and I still think he's a poser for some reason. Yeah, like I think Christian Bale's really cool, and they're similar, really, with their work ethic and their role mm-hmm. choices. But I sure. still, I don't know why. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I think that Jared Leto's kind of universally dislike. He's just dislikes. weird. Like I don't get him. <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course, of course. Yeah, <laughs> Trevor used to work here, so he when he said "of course" just now, he meant that. Was, yeah, yeah. That so was yeah. the owner of Six or Four Records. Yeah, he just, that, was, that, that was, was that was the drummer for uh, John Spencer Blues Explosion. <laughs> <laughs> that was Russell Simmons, the white Russell Simmons. Oh, wow, that's his name. Yeah, the drummer for John Spencer Blues Explosion is named Russell Simmons. It's oh, not wow. like the Screen Actors Guild where you can't have the same name. Mm-hmm. You can all, like you could just release record as Robin if you wanted to. Like, <laughs> no, no. You know. I might do that. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, I might do that. I'm changing Fake Shark's name to wrong. Elton John. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, did you know that there is a new, newer stand-up comedian named Quincy Jones? Really? Wow. Yeah. And he wow. he uh, he had a a cancer scare, and he seems to have beat it so he's getting like a lot of press now and so you'll see the name quincy jones like and he's he's a laugh factory guy so it would have had to name. be some kind of conspiracy theory if he died <laughs> yeah. before like if he I died think old quincy had something to do with this right <laughs> both of their google alerts always going off at the same time <laughs> he's now like the producer quincy jones is furious because yeah. it's now it's like, like on the yeah. spectrum of the other quincy jones or yeah. he thinks he has cancer he's like <laughs> this is how i found out what the hell? a google alert <laughs> <laughs> Doctor's terrible. He's been just hanging out with Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis, and just he's like, "Wait a second, uh, I'm dying." So, yeah, <laughs> turns out, man, yeah. I wrote that cancer album for nothing. <laughs> 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 Get 
gets all his favorite guests in. <laughs> yeah. Sting would be all over that. He's, he's yeah, on every... Jackson's in on it. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hey, Trevor, can you talk about your Twitter beef you had? He's had one Twitter feud, and I wanted to tell the story. It was... It's not a long story. Like, I, like, we were talking about Twitter, and I was like, I've only ever had one Twitter argument, and it was with David Crosby. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, he was like, uh, a sort of like, you know how sometimes people use Twitter to get up on the soapbox, and sometimes people use that soapbox to get as a, as a stepping stool to get up on the cross? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, there was this afternoon, this nice summer afternoon, and he was just like, you know what? Uh, all streaming platforms are garbage. Like, they don't pay anyone any money. And uh, I know this for a fact. And people are like, well, how do you know this for a fact? He's like, because I just wrote the best record of my life in like 2017. <laughs> and I didn't get paid anything. I'd be like, that's the level of sycophantic yes men you have around you. Just be like, this is your best work yet, David Crosby. Yeah. David Crosby. <laughs> Uh, and uh, you know, I think I gently and politely was like, you know, like there's like a lot of middlemen and stuff. Like you know, you can actually like make a lot of money off it if you just don't have people telling you that they're you're not making anyone take over. And like him and like I swear to God, five hundred thousand Twitter baby boomers just like ripping on me, like going through years of my tweets, like retweeting them. They went whoa. Oh, just like making fun of how many followers I had, just constantly, <laughs> just like you know the real like the stuff that really hurts. The most. That's cool. Like really bring yeah, the cock. My heart, yeah. I like that shit. That's good. It was good, and that was the first and only Twitter beef I ever had was with David Crosby, and I feel like it's the only one I need. You know, yeah, you so can retire now. I also only have ever had one Twitter beef, and it was with a celebrity. Really, and you're a sports guy, so you'll appreciate this. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple years ago, the Jays were in the playoffs playing the Cleveland Indians. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they have a pitcher named Trevor Bauer. Uh-huh. Trevor Bauer is known for going off on people online, <laughs> and I noticed that he was. Really going off on Toronto fans and some friends of mine. I was like, well, I can't have this. I got to interject myself. (laughs) And I did. And then uh, he took uh, offense and he tried to insult me back. I went back at him. And then I remember I had a typo in it. And he came back at me trying to make fun of the typo. Amateur hour. Right. And I was like, really? I go, you're making fun of a typo? I go, man, that burn had less heat on it than your uh, your fastball, (laughs) bud. And then he got all butthurt. And he tried to sick all the Cleveland fans on me. And they could be pretty hardcore. Yep. So next thing I know, I'm trending on Twitter in Cleveland. Uh, NBC Cleveland. You were hot in Cleveland, hey? Oh, it was crazy. I was hot in Cleveland, literally. NBC Cleveland ran a story on it, like on their website. It was like, Canadian stand-up comic Ben Miner feuds with Trevor Bauer. (laughs) And that was the day. While we're tweeting, going back and forth, I'm like, shut up, you stupid millennial. And everyone's like, what, do you have a problem with Cleveland? I'm like, Cleveland's an amazing city. And they're like, uh, what, uh, what, is this like an American thing? I go, America's fantastic. Trevor Bauer is no American and shit like that. <laughs> I forgot. I was being like a wrestling heel. But the best was we're going back and forth, back and forth. And that was the afternoon. He split his finger open trying to repair his drone. <laughs> oh, <I remember laughs> that. Yeah. That was the day. I remember that. You so I was like, it. I think I maybe brought up at the dugouts tonight or you know the, the dugout being like yo man who the fuck is Ben Miner and why are you playing with drones during the playoffs <laughs> I caused an injury in a major league playoff game wow yeah. what a futuristic problem for a sports team to have so funny I had yeah. a moment in, uh, in January where I was going down to Palm Springs and uh, the uh, I don't know if you saw any of this but uh, we, our plane was backing up uh, out of the jetway and uh, we ran into a catering truck. Oh, and whoa. it was like 8 in the morning. I was on vacation. I already had a few mimosas. <laughs> and uh, I, I tweeted out. Uh, I didn't tag West yet. I tweeted out. Uh, I was like, well, we just ran into a catering truck. Good news is I'm not in the air with a pilot so inept. He's 
running into catering trucks, <laughs> you know? And uh, I not having any idea that, like, planes don't have a reverse function, that they get towed out. Yeah. Uh, so it ends up on this website. And then I end up on the 11 o'clock news. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I'm getting trolled by, like, WestJet employees. And people just be like, this guy doesn't even fucking know how planes work. I'm like, no, I'm drunk at 8 in the morning, and it's not my job to know how planes work. And I mean, who's amongst us didn't yeah. know that planes didn't go in reverse? No, you I can't see out the back. Yeah, I just yeah, learned yeah. that now. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I liked your story about um, when you had that thing go viral when you made fun of that Starbucks cookie. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, there was uh, these, these polar bear cookies, and uh, they had like a, like a like icing scarf on them, but it was a red scarf, and they just like put it across, and then it, drip, it was dripping down. Oh, it looked Jesus. like they were slit at the throat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just put it up on Reddit. It was the number one thing on Reddit all month. <laughs> and uh, I'm at a friend's birthday party uh, later that month, and uh, I was telling him about it. He's like, dude, my friend is like the marketing guy for Starbucks. And he texts him, and he's like, did you have to like deal with this? He's just like, fuck that fucking guy. <laughs> he's like, I had to make like a press conference about how we like... We, it was like a Facebook memory, too. They're like, we haven't had those cookies since tw- 2008. Like, <laughs> Wow. <laughs> That's great. Uh, you you have things like that. Like you have good success with those kind of things. I find. Uh, you know, you want to be immortalized in the worst ways possible. That's really <laughs> what I want to be known for. I would rather have injured Trevor Bauer than have that be the case for it's me. It's pretty cool. That's what like that made me happy when I put that together. I'm like, oh, I, I started some shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, to be fair, during that playoff run, holy shit, Toronto! Like, I'm a Jays fan. I yeah. got a picture of me in diapers and a Jays hat. Like, uh, I'm, uh, I'm from Etobicoke. There and, we go. Like, and uh, like, but like, we were we were assholes during that. Play. Oh, absolutely. We, it started with that guy on the on the broadcast being like, well, Russell Sim, Russell, the guy not catching the the the, the uh, foul ball, being uh-huh. like, well, in Canada they don't really catch a lot of balls. They play hockey mostly, and everyone just was like, fuck. This. This. Like people yeah. throwing cans on Whoa. the field, like, like that was like we yeah. were, and I was, I was proud of us. <laughs> I yeah. like chaos in sports. No, I'm with you. Uh, it's like I was proud of Pascal when he tripped Embiid. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. That was like, good man. He's upset. Show some emotion, man. I like that. <laughs> he ain't cheating. He ain't trying. Were you in Toronto for Game Seven? This uh, no, I was here. You were yeah. here. Yeah, yeah. So I was watching it in my room, and I kept thinking, I need to get my beard trimmed all day, and I kept forgetting to, and I was stressing out, and I was pacing around my room, and it was the fourth quarter. Then I think they tied it, and I was like, fuck this, and I just left my room. I was like, I'm going to the barber shop, figuring they'll probably have the game on, and they did, and I just chilled out there and had my beard trimmed and watched the game wow. amongst people and didn't freak out nice. until I freaked the fuck out. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. Do you think that Kawhi shot was the best moment in Canadian basketball history? Yes. Yeah, Other than Naismith so inventing the fucking thing so <laughs> kids wouldn't jerk off as much. You know, Is that, that why point. he did yeah. that? Yeah, it was, uh, he invented basketball as a means uh, to deter pe- uh, kids from jerking off. From Do you have against jerking off? Right, I guess he was like I'm jerking some, off right now. Yeah, yeah I don't see yeah. a problem. I think he was like some kind of Christian fundamentalist or something, and the idea was, oh, their arms will be tired from this medicine ball being <laughs> passed around. <laughs> That's why it's a medicine ball. They didn't they wanted to tucker out their fucking jerk arms. Okay, wow. Yeah, give that a Google if you're out there. Yeah, and now NBA <laughs> not not the whole the process, time. the story. <laughs> the I've the Googled. <laughs> I was gonna say I've Googled similar things. But not quite that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Embiid crying. 
Yeah. Oh, As a little dude, it's so fun watching a big dude just ball like a baby. <laughs> he got his fingers on that ball, too, right? Like yeah. He just barely touched him, too. It was so contested. Yeah. Um, well, I watched uh, that game. I was Okay, so Vancouver's not much of a sports town. I'm sure you've probably noticed Everybody keeps commenting on my Raptors hat. It's yeah. hilarious. Like, hey, go Raptors! I'm like, what are you, my uncle? <laughs> <laughs> that same kind of knowledge of it. The bar I was at was playing Game of Thrones with the sound on. Jesus. <laughs> and, like, everyone was sitting there not really even drinking just like watching game of thrones quietly and the game was on and there was me and uh adam fink uh-huh. and uh two fat guys uh <laughs> sitting just watching it with the sound off and when the shot dropped we ran around like kermit the fucking frog <laughs> just, like, screaming. and everyone watching game of thrones was so angry with us oh, because we were interrupting the second last game of thrones episode uh apparently i screamed i don't remember this very well but apparently i screamed that's the fucking shot from teen wolf <laughs> <laughs> Another deep cut reference. And someone else was just like, there was a six man involved. The ghost pushed that fucking ball in. And just like trying to smack fives with all these Game of Thrones fans were so not having it. That's great. <laughs> it was great. Nerds. The way that shot went in, like if that happened in a video game, I would have been like, that's unrealistic. Yeah, yeah exactly. You know what yeah. I mean? Put it in a cheat code. Exactly. Yeah. He was so contested. He was smothered. Mm. He's he doesn't even usually take shots like that. That's no. like a that was like a Reddick shot. Well, it was also yeah. thirty nine shots on the night. Just, yeah, it was a crazy game. And yeah. uh, fuck Milwaukee, man. Toronto's got this. You think so? Well, yeah. They just had to defend three primetime scores, offensive players with Simon and Bede and Butler. And yeah. they managed to do it totally. And now they only really have to lock down on Giannis. yeah on Giannis and. I, listen, Giannis is like Mario Lemieux. Kevin Stevens wasn't an all-star without Lemieux, mm. right? Like Giannis earns guys' contracts. That's why Middleton is an all-star. That's why Middleton will get paid because he's playing with Giannis. Yeah. And you can play alongside Giannis and look like 10 times the player you are because of the attention that he commands. Like right. Gretzky bounced like 70 off Bernie Nichols one year. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. That was nice. Also, Kevin Stevens like, like scoring like 35 goals while being ripped on cocaine. Like every game was pretty impressive. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. Lemieux was just around. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just some guys elevate their teammates, and Giannis is that guy right now. So mm-hmm. you take him out of the game and you limit him, which Ronald's got the guys to do. So it's true. And I think Siakam will probably take some lessons away from that round. The first round was amazing for him. The second round, I think, will be the one that he really learns from. Yeah. And I think he puts both those two experiences together, and we're going to see a more well-rounded, aggressive Pascal because he can't keep passing on shots. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You think yeah. Paul's got a shot against Golden State? Okay, here, here's, here's I want anyone I want to win but Golden State. Here's, I'm so sick of that. Like, if we listen, like, if, if Portland somehow pulls it off, um, CJ McCallum's uh, interview on the podcast with Kevin Durant is going to be epic. Epic. It's going to yeah. be the hottest cold take for, throughout history. Yeah. Like, come on, you're not going to win a championship. And he's like, you know, like, we got some players. He's like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're not going to, like, in the offseason, like, it's going to be like they're going to etch it into the garden at fucking in Portland. Oh, it's like, going to be It's going to be played before every game. It's every gonna, game. All that shit. It's going to be awesome. Absolutely. I want to say they, they're going to win, but, oh, man, like, even with Durant out now, no, all that means. still an all All that means team. is that it's Curry taking more shots, and now yeah. Iggy's in the starting five. Yeah. So, like, Curry's due for that moment in these playoffs, but I'm, I'm legit worried about Durant. As a basketball fan, mm-hmm. it looks like his Achilles snapped on him because the way he turned around and looked behind him looked like he thought he was kicked. And apparently that's what pe- people describe that injury as feeling like. It feels like he had shot in the back. Like, it feels like he just really? took a big kick in the apparently back of the heel. Hear it. Yeah, and he turned around like somebody had just kicked him and there was no one behind him. <gasps> 
So mm-hmm. when you're seven, like seven one, like he is, mm-hmm. and he's got that elevation to his shot, which sets him apart from every other player in the league. Mm-hmm. Man, you got to take your time with that injury if you can take your time with that injury. Yeah. And, and now he's going into a summer of free agency after multiple one and done type years. Yeah. And I think you put that together with uh, like Isaiah Thomas and John Wall, mm-hmm. and even if Pascal does leave Toronto mm-hmm. or not Pascal, even if Kawhi does leave Toronto, I think worst case scenario is that it's a sign and trade mm-hmm. because nobody is leaving money on the table right now, especially when you've had past injury issues. Yeah. Raptors can give him an extra year and an extra 50 million bucks. Yep. John Wall didn't dick around and now he's going to be on one leg earning $40 million next season. Fuck. Right. I don't think Kawhi's going to leave. Do you think? I don't. Well, like, Kawhi's hard to figure out. Yeah. I think he has every reason to stay. And I think he's aware of that. Yeah. Uh, it just matters what he values above all else. And if it's the family connection there. Yeah. Well, then fucking buy his family a house. <laughs> a bunch of houses in Toronto. Man. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's hard. He's hard to read because, like, this game seven was the first time I ever saw any reaction on his face. Yeah, exactly. He's crazy. like Tim Duncan. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there is that there is that tweet I can't remember what it was it was like a it was kind of like the onion but it was a sports site and they the article was Tim Duncan uh has craziest year yet where first year ever he didn't keep his new year's resolutions or something like that yeah. it was just like making fun of like what a boy scout he is yeah but Kawhi it's I, I feel bad like the most viral thing he had happen to him last year was that laugh he did in that press conference. It just got like mocked mercilessly. Like even my girlfriend knows about it. And she doesn't know anything about sports. She's like, I feel bad for him. It's like he, he let himself laugh for the first time ever. <laughs> That's funny. That's hilarious. <laughs> Got a mean mug through the playoffs, man. Like, yeah. yeah, he's just yeah, he's a uh, stoic. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty cool. Absolutely. Who do you guys think is the funniest sports figure ever? I think Charles Barkley. Is. I was gonna say Barkley. Yeah, yeah Barkley is right up there. Oh, actually, I got a second one, and it's a combo. Okay. Gilbert Arenas and Nick Swaggy P. Young. Really? Oh, yeah. Gilbert Arenas taking a shower in his uniform at halftime. <laughs> Amazing. It's ridiculous. That was great. Uh, also, like them, him like meeting like underprivileged kids, and he's like, "You don't have any parents?" And he's like, "No." He's like, "I'm your parent now." Like, <laughs> oh, just like whoa. adopting a kid, it's like a threat. Like, uh, Gilbert Reed is pretty good. He's up there. It's got to be an NBA player. Shaq. Because there's only like three hundred. Shaq is great, but Swaggy P is underrated. I didn't funny. know he was funny. Him and Gilbert are good buddies, and Gilbert's got a podcast. Oh. No chill with Gilbert Arenas. Yeah, and yeah, Swaggy's been on it a couple times. And now I think people are starting to pick up on those two and their chemistry because they've yeah. done more interviews together since. Yeah, yeah. It is the funniest fucking shit. Really? Oh, my God. You I have no idea. Can we count Master P? Because oh, I yeah. think like, he did play. He's in the yeah, I know he he's technically played. <laughs> Anyone on No Limits Records who was playing in the NBA, <laughs> I think, counts yeah. like, a little bit. It's like a, well, an asterisk. Then there's like, you know, guys like Brennan Schaub. Who, yeah. Who does stand That's up true. now. That's true. So I guess you got to kind of count You and I were talking. You were about to say it. Uh, it's got to be an NBA player. Why are NBA players funny and then football players have no personality? Helmets. <laughs> it's, a, it's a helmet league. That's yeah. it. Like, there's 300 players in the NBA, right? Uh-huh. And there's so many more in the NFL. And so, like, you see these NFL players, they wear, like, really long hair, or they used to try to do, like, really crazy, like, eye black yeah. John, stuff. Uh, what was that guy's name? John Randall. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He used to do that, like, the full eye black down his whole face and stuff. Mm-hmm. And because, like, you know, you lose a step and the fans still love you and they're like buying your jersey and stuff. You're going to uh-huh. stay an extra season or two, right? And the NBA, the reason it's guaranteed contracts in the NBA is because the uh, players hold all the uh, clout. That's like, awesome. I like it's out of my four sport, out of the four big sports in North America. It's the one I don't really watch at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, if like any NBA player would come into a bar, I'd be like, I knew who they are. Yeah. If mm-hmm. my favorite player is minus like Patrick Mahomes, maybe like came into uh, like a bar, I wouldn't know who they were. Yeah. It's a helmet league, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. So, what about golfers then? 
just John oh, Daly just taking John on Daly, the whole. John Daly, he was more inadvertently funny. There's some funny <laughs> hockey players. Like Matt Barnaby's a funny dude. Is he? Yeah, yeah. Sean Jason Avery's Spezza has like, a dumb laugh. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. Spezza laugh is good. Yeah, funny. Andy, can we throw in the Spezza laugh for a second? <laughs> You'll get that. And good. Get that. Okay, good. And good. Um, Brad Marchand's hilarious, obviously. Oh, his <laughs> chirp on Justin Williams is so great. It was masterful. Making the captain see on his chest and pointing at him and like, what? You're the captain? Like suckering a 38-year-old gray-bearded captain looking like Ogilvy from Goon. Like <laughs> basically just like sucking him to go to the box. He's like, you're going to the box. You're the captain. I ruined you. You're the captain. <laughs> it was excellent. Brad Marchand figuring out how to still be a, like an enormous dick. And not go to the penalty box. It's a level up I didn't see coming in his playoffs. It's awesome, and man. It's awesome. He's <laughs> it's so the good. biggest game changer. He's the most polarizing guy in hockey. Oh, yeah. There's got to be nothing more frustrating as a professional hockey player than having to fucking put up at Marshawn than having him undress you and score. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, he's going to just take the puck off. He's going to fucking just stick handle in the phone booth, and then he's going to put a top shelf, and he just made fun of your mom in a way you've never heard two seconds before. <laughs> There's a, the, you ever watch the Bruins behind the bees uh, thing where they have them all mic'd up yeah, like, yeah. every week? Like, every week it's another trip with him. There was one just like, how many fucking guys are injured for you to be in the show right now, bud? Is it 10? Is it 11? Just like under their skin. Getting under the skin of a 38-year-old captain, like a vet, yeah. of, like a guy who's got three Stanley Cups under yeah. his belt, and being like, dude, you're the captain. This is how you're behaving. That's embarrassing for you. It's awesome. That's why I think we're going to take it this year. <laughs> oh, I, no, Bruins are winning the Cup. I'm yeah. saying that with absolute confidence. The Raptors, I think, are going to the finals, and from there on, I'm kind of yeah. iffy. But uh, You guys played okay against Golden State this year, though. We won every yeah. game against Golden State. Every single and, one. Yeah, well, uh, they only played the two games, and then one of them was with, without Kawhi, and they still beat them. Right. And uh, the Kawhi Durant matchup was epic. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, uh, I I love the way this team is built. I just hope that they can play to their potential uh, mm-hmm. on a consistent basis. Yeah. And if they do that, they're fucking awesome. I mean, when you got Gasol at the five or coming off the bench, same with Ibaka, those two guys are two starters on most other teams, and they're interchangeable on ours. And Pascal, I think, is real deal. Yeah. OG should hopefully be back by the finals, yeah. which gives them more depth, more length, more athleticism, a guy that can stretch the floor and attack yeah. the rim. So, yeah, we'll see. Remember when Isaiah Thomas coached the Raptors for a second? Well, he was the GM. Right? Oh, was that, was that what he was? He was like team president or I something. I like the team had such weird members come through. Like mm-hmm. Hakeem Olajuwon was there for like half season. Muggsy Bogues was there for like. That was all because there. of Vince. They were trying to appease Vince. And oh, Vince really? Essentially, he was like an early LeBron and calling the shots behind the scenes. Oh, really? That would that ruined the roster because Vince tried. He just did the cool thing, I guess, but not the uh, the smart thing, and mm-hmm. he just got his buddies paid. Yeah. So like Jerome Williams, JYD, who was a fan favorite, got a deal. I forget what it was, but everybody in the round of the league at the time was like, the fuck are they paying JYD that for? <laughs> Same with Alvin Williams, their point guard. Oh, yeah, and everyone yeah. was like, why are they giving that guy? And then I remember the press conference when Hakeem Olajuwon came to town. And Vince yeah. was like, just, man, we got the dream. We got the dream. Hey, dream or stuff. Like yeah. they just kept calling him dream. And Hakeem just looked so old and kind of disinterested <laughs> and like, ah, yeah, I'm dreamed. I'm getting paid for it. Like, yeah, yeah. Okay. Does Vince Carter still have a club in Toronto? I have no idea. Oh, man. I mean, I would love to have every Vince Carter jersey. 
Because think yeah. about how many of those are. Because first off, he's played for eight, nine teams. At least. And every NBA team has eight, nine jerseys. Yeah. <laughs> right? I love that. Yeah. You, you just like the feel... Christmas t-shirt jersey they do every year now for some reason. There's yeah. some sick ones. The Miami There's... Heat had a great one. Oh, Spanish yeah. one, Los Suns and stuff. Yeah. You know what they do for those special games. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Vince Carter's probably got 140 he's different jerseys. He's played for a lot of teams now. Yeah. Yeah. And he changed his game completely when he got to, like too old to like, jump out of the mm. you know arena. And then he became like a, a three-point shooter and... It's really cool he's able to do that. It's cool that there. like he's still playing because he doesn't have to, and he's yeah. naturally still able to contribute. Yeah. Does Daniel Marshall still have the record for most threes in a game? Oh fuck! I hope not. No. Yeah. <laughs> like, you mean for the Raptors or overall? I mean, it was the, it was the all time record. When yeah, he did it was it. Okay. at a certain God. point. Yeah, but I it's got to be Curry or Clay. On I think it's got to be Curry or Clay right now. I think yeah. Clay got fourteen this year. Holy yeah, God. it was thirteen. I think Daniel had. Yeah, and uh, it was weird to see a guy like that tall. It wasn't really known for that either. Well, that it's game. like Terrence Ross has uh, the scoring record for the Raptors with fifty two points in the game. Weird. Yeah. Uh. One time, uh, when Trevor used to work at the label, uh, we were talking about the Django Unchained soundtrack, and you were you were talking about how you you didn't like that there's that James Brown Tupac song because it's like <laughs> anachronistic. Yeah. And then uh, and then and then I was like, I don't know. And then you're like, What do I know? I have bad taste in movies. My favorite movie is Goon. That's true. But I hadn't seen Goon yet. And I have seen it now, and it is one of the best movies ever made. It's, it it's like, definitely it, one of the top sports movies ever made. Oh man, it's like the, the camera work shows the speed of hockey <laughs> really well. There's emotional parts in that just get me all the yeah. time. It's funny as hell. Every Did time you I work on it, this film? No. <laughs> he just loves it. Do you like the sequel? Uh, I like it uh, less, but I do like it. <laughs> it's very good. My favorite sports movie ever is White Man Can't Jump. Nate, good movie. my favorite movie ever. Maybe White Man Can't White Jump. White Man Can't Jump. It's so movie. good. It's a good Saturday afternoon I have cable movie yeah. that's on. You it's know? so entertaining. Yeah. Good. I don't know if you can count it as a sports movie. Remember Digstown with Lou Gossett Jr.? Oh, yeah. That's a good movie, man. Taking it, care of business with, with James Belushi. <laughs> <laughs> now, would like Bull Durham be considered a baseball movie? Or? It's a sex movie. Ooh, yeah, it's what about The movie. Fan? I love the fan. I love yeah. the fan. The fan is fantastic. Fan is pretty good. Yeah, yeah, I do like the fan. Mighty Ducks. <laughs> Mighty Ducks. My friend Justin was Kenny Wu, the figure skating guy in Part oh, wow. Two and Three. Yeah, he's an audio engineer now. <laughs> <laughs> the Mighty Ducks, like the scene where they're just like the Ducks are three points behind. It's like it's goals. It's goals behind. <laughs> 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 I fucking, fucking hate the Mighty Ducks. <laughs> that was pretty exciting when it became a real team, though. Uh, you ever watch the uh, cartoon? No, the intro oh, for their first game. The cartoon is dope, though. Yeah, yeah. Was Pro Star is good. Was it no? Was it Star like the Wild Wing jersey, like the duck that's on the Wild Wing? I just jersey? remember they had like they all had powers and like they had the, the mask <laughs> thing like on the logo. Cool. Oh, it was badass. Man. Yeah, yeah. Era of Pro Stars. Pro Stars was great. Bo what Jackson. were you going to say about the first Mighty Ducks game? Oh yeah, like like Disney owned the team. Right? Yeah, and so like the intro, like the on ice intro, is like ice capades and it's like like Beauty and the Beast are all like all the people in Beauty and the Beast wow. are out there and there's like the Wild Wing kind of mascot doing his thing too wow. uh, it's uh, really something to behold early 90s NHL on ice productions you just can't beat them can't like, top that like absolutely. the Sharks the shark stuff is ridiculous. They all came out of the mouth. Yeah, I thought mouth. that was B.A. They still do. Yeah. They do? They still do. Yeah. I loved that jersey when it came out. It was, it was the coolest so thing. So cool. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. That's when I learned the word teal. Oh, that's <laughs> <laughs> how we all learned the word teal. Right? Expansion in 91. What's that color, that blue-green thing? Oh, it's teal. I learned oh. it from the 1991 Chevy Cavalier, obviously. There we go. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it should only come in that color. I didn't <laughs> learn it on the streets like you. Well, hard, hard streets are for our Ontario. Every guy in high school driving one of those. <laughs> All right, guys, I think there's a, a game you got to get to. So, 
Oh yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. there's a. There's you, a there's you, there's you're about to miss the puck drop, so I apologize for that. That's okay. I feel like um, that went quick. Yeah, man. We're gonna, wow. We're gonna, yeah. we're gonna look back at this and see how hopeful we were. And go bees. Go bees. Absolutely. Hey, Macklin could steal a game. It ain't hope ahead. when you're fucking right. Like, come on, man. <laughs> Macklin. I like giggle at that shit. Get out of here. I. Uh, that guy's got a chip on his shoulder. Yeah, but the yeah. little celebrations are too cute to be taken seriously. That's true. Right? That's true. Like, what are you going to be selling? Fucking chocolate covered nuts after the game in the parking lot, you fucking kids? <laughs> <laughs> See, you you awoke the Boston fandom in this room. I love and you should oh, yeah. never do the mass hole thing. Oh, Absolutely yeah, not. Get out of here. One of my parents is very much with you guys, so I grew up with it. So it doesn't scare me. Beautiful. Actually, makes me feel at home. <laughs> just, uh, yeah, during the game seven of the Leafs series, just like I, I I woke up, my neighbors just screaming, "Playoff fucking Sean fucking Corrali." <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Even Andy's laughing, and he definitely doesn't know what you're talking yeah, about. It's like, it's like De- you're like Dennis Miller. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Huge Beast fan. Yeah. Uh, anything to plug, guys? Um, what Letter Kenny next season? Uh, there's a season coming out in the summer sometime. Usually okay. it comes out around Canada Day. Okay. I don't know the exact date. Okay. But, uh, there's some. There's some. There's some fun stuff in there. And you're at Sunshine Sucks on Twitter. That's true. And you're very funny on there. That's nice of you to say. Thank yeah, you very much. You're welcome. Yeah. Ben, anything to promote? Uh, top yeah, comic. Yeah, top comic is on right now. Going to be in Toronto doing shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're about to tour England. Yeah, I'm going through the UK May yeah. 22nd to June 3rd or June 8th, technically. That's great. And yeah, it's going to be cool playing Leicester Square Theater. Oh, that's my first ever show in the UK. It's wow, so that's I great. can't wait, man. It's that's great. Yeah, Congratulations. Man. Thanks, buddy. Okay, thanks, guys. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Comedy Here Often podcast. I've been your host, Kevin. Make sure to follow us on all social media at Comedy Here Often. Make sure to follow my guests too, Ben Miner and uh, Trevor Risk. Thank you very much. We'll check in with you next week. Okay, bye.